0: successive episode of the Friday night movie podcast because we're bringing to you shy and Lily who have been that's me I'm shy and Lily who have been that's me the big succession fans in the family we are a few days out from the succession finale and our plan is to do a predictions episode we love a predictions of about the family about the finale and then we'll and do an a,
1: appreciation a, episode
0: oh yeah an appreciation episode in general this is our succession episode. And then we'll do a quick reaction uh, either next week or immediately after that episode next week. Lily, before we get into succession, just because, you know, it's a regular episode of the show. Do you have anything to report Um, to the family? I feel like a lot's happening. I'm not sure how many of these things should be said on the podcast.
1: I was a bit late to come to record today because my whole family has lice again. And so gross. I don't know what to say. I think I everyone just turned this like, podcast off. I know. I was like, are there more, are there kids that are more susceptible to lice?" And she's like, well, there's friendlier and less friendlier kids.
0: That's no, it. there's because also like, just like the feral school you send your kids to.
1: No, it has nothing to do with like any of that. It has to just do like they're around. We live in a warm climate. So do you. Spring is sprung. They're out and about. And like kids that play like closely together you know, hug each other that'll, but I mean, it's like they're at a Jewish adjacent.
0: school, they aren't exchanging keepas.
1: I don't know. That's a good point, but I don't know. Right. Like maybe they're brushing each other's hair. I definitely, I every know. time,
0: every time I it's go to disgusting, synagogue, but
1: we keep having to pay a professional to get rid of them.
0: Every time I go to synagogue... Well, she's obviously the one releasing them into the school, first
1: sure. That's what someone in the school chat said. <laughs> like, so who is responsible? Is it Big Pharma or that lice check lady who's just so, like, keeping this town under her I thumb? I just say,
0: whenever I go to synagogue, I always forget a kippa. I always reach into that huge kippa bin and grab... A
1: You guys all probably have lice and pinworm at your house, but just nobody checks.
0: No. So, like, I feel don't. like
1: Allie is very, like, out of sight, out of mind.
0: We definitely don't. And gross. Keep your buttworm to yourself and your. <laughs> I don't have it. But unclean we family. Did once have it. <laughs> so, I'm like,
1: yeah, I'm done with elementary school. When so I'm like
0: itching just by talking in this conversation. It's terrible, you. but it's terrible. Everybody time to BSA, you know what? do a lice check. You let your kids grow that mane of hair out.
1: It has nothing to do with the length of hair either. I was confirmed by the expert today. <laughs> just
0: I just sure to made buy the, $500 I,
1: worth of her shampoo. <laughs> I, didn't,
0: I, didn't. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you remember in Super Troopers, the scene when they arrest Farva. And they put de-louse them in the shower him. and they yeah. delouse them, de-louse but they're just covering them <laughs> in powdered sugar. It's a good bit. Okay. A good bit. All right. The other thing I would say is that you know, we we talk a lot about our, our childhood and things like that. And one of my favorite stories ever to tell the kids in particular is how in Montreal, in about fourth or fifth grade, uh Gaddy Tish. That's two separate names for the non-Jews: Gaddy mm-hmm. and Tish. Um, Gad being his actual first name, like the tribes in the Joseph Technicolor Dreamcoat. Gaddy came over to the house. Gaddy was a fun friend to have. He he, he wasn't the only one to introduce me to wrestling, but he we were into, like he was one of the guys I watched wrestling with, and then we would play wrestling, which is mostly me just getting obliterated. And so, a lot of rough sports. And Gaddy and I, I had gotten one of those Nerf footballs that all the cool kids had, where it was like neon on one side and black on the other side. So, I had it was neon on the, I don't know, I I don't know if this was the pink one or the green one, but I had one. And we used to play football and we were playing football in the basement. And Gaddy, who had the best raspy, almost raspier voice than you did as a kid, Mm -hmm. I remember. Hard to hard to beat, and Gaddy Tish says, "Go along," and so, or I'm going along, and I throw the ball, and he catches it as he's running across the basement and smashes right through, through through, through the wall, through
1: the like, wall,
0: yeah. like not full cartoon outline of his body, well, but definitely the, the, the outline the of his shoulder, shoulder,
1: yeah, yeah, shoulder and back.
0: And I remember, I guess mom and dad were super busy, and this isn't the kind of thing you plan to fix. <laughs> so dad just took the Where the Wild Things Are, reading his fundamental poster we Which had. In Becky's
1: just, house right now.
0: And just Becky pinned it everything. up over the hole for years.
1: Years. I mean, so yeah.
0: Well, I was telling this story. To who? To my kids. They think it's oh. the funniest story. I think it's hilarious i mean they it love is
1: pretty funny it. that a friend ran through your wall how old were you
0: this uh, probably 11 or 12 anyways i i just they they didn't believe this was a real person they're like come on dad there's no gaddy tish and so it's i looked him up like on linkedin
1: someone from
0: and i messaged him and the first thing he referenced when he... Oh, I didn't message him. Yes. I just linked in. The first thing he wrote he was... you. was and essentially no, you, and high shy. Send,
1: no, no, no. You send the screenshot yeah. that he has messaged you.
0: Right. I didn't Mickey even look at the Becky. message yet.
1: And I write, what did he write back? Like, suspiciously. And, and Becky and, writes that he ran through your wall.
0: And then he wrote back and he said, you know, it's great to hear from you. Something like that. And it's been a long time since we were running through walls. Which... It's, a, Adorable. could not have been a greater, cooler validation for me in front of my kids, right? Because right, right, right? Like, like I don't lie to them, but I definitely exaggerate stories. And so yeah. I was able to show them this message the and they, they were blown away.
1: And you didn't have to be like, remember that time you were at my house? Yeah. You were playing football in the basement, which Nothing. it was the have first a... thing like, that came up. Yeah. And ironically, I went to high school with him for a few years. No, one year.
0: Yeah, when, you, when you're at LCC. Anyways, so, high for one year. you know, for all of the people who like our obscure Montreal stories, for all the Montrealers listening,
1: all the people who have been in our basement in Montreal, yeah, all
0: the basement in Montreal, here's a shout out to Gaddy Tish and the legendary running through the wall story.
1: Um, awesome. But
0: fortunately, okay. fortunately, mom and dad didn't traumatize us as kids. So we have not ended up like the Roy siblings on Succession, but you know,
1: and I, I think I want to I want to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt. Okay, you. go ahead, please. Because I think it's a great point to start at. Because as people claim to hate these people more and more on this show, I find myself defending them
0: a hundred percent. And
1: I no, I don't. I don't think that it's the norm. I don't think we're the norm. No, we're but the outliers. like. I was I was talking. someone the other day and I was like oh are you watching like there's only a few episodes left and they were like no I can't watch a show where I hate people I hate all the people there's no redeeming people and I'm like I guess I see something you don't or I guess I I'm reading it differently but I don't think it's exactly redeeming is the important part for me maybe it's true they aren't anybody who's redeeming but I have empathy, even if they're terrible people and they're extraordinarily privileged. I have an empathy for them because what's strung out through the whole show and which is brought to its absolute head in this season is the abuse of these children and the right. trauma of these children and the neglect that these children, emotional neglect that these uh, and, all the privilege and, you want. These kids are messed up and, and suffer I would also say
0: and I would also say. There is genuine love between these siblings.
1: The way they know how. The way that they know how.
0: The way that they know how. And and this season, spoiler alert, although everybody knows now, because Logan surprisingly dies in the third episode, they are left with each other. And one thing our parents have said since we were little, you know, the opposite of Logan Roy. You two must stick together. You three must stick together because we will not always be here to officiate everything. And you have to be there for each other and take care of each other. And I think on a certain level, they understand that, too, because there is that deep loyalty between them. But you also see three siblings who are set up to compete against each other, who are denigrated in front of each other, all in different ways because of wherever they fit in the food chain and where they were in logan's eyes
1: each other yeah
0: um and you see the fallout from that
1: right and the irony is that because they do have that love because i don't think they're wholly bad people
0: no they're not they're definitely not i don't
1: don't believe that and i think you're missing the depth of the show if you just say these are rich snobs who are assholes ruining the country with their media empire that it's so much more than that Um, And like, if that's not interesting to you, that's totally fine. I understand, sort of. But I think that like, what is beyond that is where now the show gets interesting and had what you really see this season is had they been raised in any sort of way where they were thought of each other not as someone to compete against but as someone to bring into the fold more and actually be a team which they almost attempt to do this season but had they able to been able to accomplish it the three together would make a phenomenal company or you know board at least they'd be able to protect
0: themselves
1: right and they and they could do work they could do brilliant work together because they each have a piece of you know what it takes to be successful like that at that level but. Alas, it'll come down to like, I think, the fact that they're damaged. They're very damaged people.
0: Yeah, we'll see. And it's not, and you know what's funny is people talk about the rich. For those three, it's definitely not about the money. It is entirely about achievement and proving their value. And if anything, being
1: thought of as serious serious
0: people. people, which to me is one of the most haunting lines in like the history of television when logan says to them i love you but you're not serious people and that's the basically the last, last thing he ever says that is to them. La-
1: yeah pretty much the last thing and he says and what's funny
0: is i picked up on that line I, that, the next day i told you i'm like oh i am yeah. haunted by this line
1: yeah.
0: and to me it is it is the it's the crux of what this is about you can have all the money in the world but if you don't have a way of finding your route to validation Whatever that is, or your self-worth or achievement or contribution.
1: There's a great line between, there's a great conversation between Shiv and Tom where he's like, no, 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 give it all up. Yeah, like, go ahead. Give up, give up, give up the money, the apartment, like, give up everything. Come, come, like, over to the the homely side, the, like, you know, sure. And she's, like, looking at him, like, no, (laughs) like, give it up for love. And it's not like they'd be, like, cool with not having money. Like, obviously, they are used to, and what money means to them is success. So it's, they're programmed to think that way. Right. These characters. But very rarely in the show. But they could be
0: rich. They could sell the company and be the richest people.
1: Oh, they could have walked away with billions just now. In the very first episode, they could have had billions and then go sat on a beach and be fine. But. And and you they rarely talk about their clothes or their now I follow this account on who, Instagram who, who does that tracks who, their clothes, right? Which I find so fun because of how detail oriented the show is. They don't wear anything like their clothing is to the to the nines, but you never see a brand ever, right? And they're not like all Balenciaga and like you can see like all the Louis Vuitton right. as opposed and all their to Tom,
0: shit. who's always talking about money. As opposed and watches to watches and this and that. Uh, what's and, her name? And, the, and, and then
1: other rich people in real life who are out there hawking their shit on, you know, social media, and the money is everything.
0: Right. Or or, this is in, or that. in billions and billions. By contrast, another great right. show for the most part, where the money is talking lot, the about purpose, the money yeah. and what the money bought them is a thing. Like Axe, yeah. even if Axe didn't like ultimately is about winning. Him buying the $80 million house, like all those things that happen. There's so much discussion of riches. Right. And these guys just live in it, and and there's like assumed a certain amount, but it also shows you that money cannot buy your validation and your happiness and all of those things. And then put on top of that, you have an abusive, insane father. Father. Who and they an also absent mother. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the mom is totally she, odd. Yeah. Oh. Okay, let's get into... Okay, so there's the big, the biggest swing of probably any show ever was killing off Logan, knowing in this episode, was the last season, yeah. in episode Early three. Early on. Which I thought, you know, was genius, because so many times they slip in a big change like that right at the end, and you have to live in it for two episodes. You right. know, or right, right at the right, end, right. he dies. Or right at the end, and...
1: It was very well done. And, or they'll do it in the first episode... And then the whole season only becomes about that. Right. I Like that, there was they, a few episodes.
0: Right. They didn't got to have
1: that conversation between. Right. Him and the kids, and
0: so that was that was that was genius. Now, what was your favorite episode so far in in a season that I will say just overall, I think nine episodes in, this is one of the most perfect seasons of television I've ever seen. Every word, every shot, every angle. I, like I
1: will say that like I under like compared to other seasons it's not as exciting them. like Jose was like it seems a little just a little bit more boring
0: and oh, I was it's like so funny this is my favorite season
1: and, and, it, and it still could be a favorite and I love it but it is true when there was like the te- like there's other seasons that have oh my God is he gonna fuck up like the board the deal that like you're like on the edge of your seat oh God you're like cringing for Kendall this is a different kind of drama and a different kind of suspense this season it's taken a shift. Which is fine. I think it's a great way to end it because if this whole season was about one deal, it'd be very like stupid to end the show yeah. on that. Um, my favorite ep is the wake when they are all like vultures huddled around the naming of the next the temporary CEO. Oh, the
0: board meeting
1: is happening they find they go into the, the letter, office and they go in the office with the letter to me is such a phenomenal tool because frank wants to tell him right away carl is like it, it could just get like flushed down the toilet <laughs> jerry's like you did i'm pretending you didn't just say that but like so like jerry's like no there's limits right and then when kendall finds out it's like it means it's so impactful to him then shiv is like but it kind of looks like it's crossed out not underlined (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck shiv like that's so brilliant it's just i find that the wake and then when shiv falls down the stairs do you remember that shiv trips down the stairs in that episode
0: but that's to me that's like classic like how shiv gets so so close and blows it or each of them gets so close and blows it so Tim many trips times
1: down like two stairs and i was like oh i cannot even con buys the house for 63 million from fucking Marsha, and then carrie has a meltdown in the vestibule like this to oh, me carrie's meltdown best,
0: was amazing and then you amazing. haven't seen her basically and, since
1: no and then rome like um has so much empathy for her rome feels so bad for her and he's like okay, let me get your number I'm going to take care of you. I'm so sorry. Like Marsha, that really wasn't necessary. was any of this. Ne- like he just feels so terrible for, her. and he's been the nastiest to her, but that, and it all takes place in the walls of the original, like Logan Roy apartment.
0: And it Very ends cool.
1: with Kendall at looking and Rome looking at the desk.
0: Yeah. And and I love I, that I,
1: episode. I love uh, that. Episode. So,
0: so, so for me, the scene of the season is the, you're not serious people like that. Just yeah. going to haunt me forever. But
1: Which is at a karaoke club?
0: Yeah, which is wild. But the but the death episode it was so genius with him on the plane and the back and forth and and the gatekeeping and the and the and the reaction and the, and the sequence in which they tell each other and 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 Khan's wedding.
1: It's all happening at Khan's wedding,
0: <laughs> and the fact that it's happening at Khan's wedding because like just what it's else? On a could boat. I, right? They're stuck on the boat and they're ruining the. I, I, to me. That, and, and like I don't know a lot about camera movements, but wow, the camera like everything about that episode to me was just amazing and unprecedented. What about your least favorite episode? It's hard in a season that this perfect. Is there a it least was favorite Living episode?
1: Plus? Living Plus Oh my god,
0: I loved Living I, Plus. I
1: love the content of the episode. But well, he makes
0: the I have seen in my lifetime in my that that stressed career,
1: me out that very scene.
0: not not when exactly the same speech. But but people like, dem- is
1: happening here? demand
0: a building of a set or something like that with so many oh hours God. to go and it then scrap so the whole that thing.
1: Episode. He was so. I need the clouds. The cloud. He was so annoying. It's like prime candle. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up, candle Time like that. But yeah, I fa- I don't I don't accept that. That's the episode I guess where they. He realizes it or comes to the realization that he wants to keep the company and he's going to play with the numbers and he starts fudging, you know, trying to make it look like it, you know, he could screw up the deal. I didn't find it like we never. I I don't know. They make some living plus jokes again a few times, but other than that, I didn't find that that episode. <laughs> all the ways they forward. described
0: living plus, was so funny. It,
1: it was <laughs> worth it for the gag, but if I had to pick one, that's the one okay. that I was for, like. For oh, me, I could it was the
0: retreat. Although the retreat, I get.
1: When they go like, to Madsen's. When
0: they go to Madsen's, like yeah, I. Yeah, but that get has a,
1: one of the best scenes ever. Which when is... Shiv sits down with Madsen and she's like, "Yeah, but." I think the evidence is that she has all your blood.
0: Like oh oh yeah. Finding
1: out like how fucking so, crazy Matson is and sending his um press right, officer whatever. Right.
0: Like, so so that is a blood. thread like this, the Carolina versus the other press officer versus Eva. the blood and Matson. Maybe it'll never come back, maybe it served its purpose already, but there's a lot in that episode uh, other than the Greg tom fallout which really starts to crystallize there there's a lot in that episode although i do love madsen and alexander skarsgård is he's
1: yeah he's i I mean he can do anything and he's brilliant but i love the way that they ramp him up like he's not fully an interesting character i mean all of these
0: all of these rich guys remember adrian brody in the previous previous scene yeah like the oh, strange such things, cameo. the strange, pa- such the strange power moves power. they all do come uh, yeah, to my and also
1: paranoia's. Yeah, and and when Roman loses his mind and messes everything up, and he's just like giving when he yells it down, down. when he yells it. No, at when he, no,
0: no. But in some ways, that's like the best negotiation tech. It just makes Max and more.
1: yeah.
0: When he says it's we're not going to sell so... to you. Right. But you. it's just sort of
1: like it just I love it, like I feel like the boys, even when they're fucking up, they can't fuck up. <laughs>
0: like, or they, or they, they, they can't succeed.
1: Worse. Like even yeah. right. It, somehow when they're trying to like they could have it, everything the way they wanted, they fuck up the deal that they don't want to happen. They've somehow made it worse. They like fail upwards, the two of them constantly.
0: <laughs> um, all right. What's the all right, let's get into predictions. Or should we do predictions after MV? Yeah,
1: let's do predictions after because I don't have any. Okay, MVP. (laughs) Me, it's Roman. It's Roman all the way.
0: Okay. I think that his character has been made... I I watched it evolve this season. I was like, I really... Because they have to make you believe that any one of the three of them could take over, even though I don't think that's how it turns out. But they made Roman a more serious character in this season. He's still funny, but he's not messing around with his sexual scandals. He's not... You know, he's had some big business moments where he thinks he, he could take over. Right.
1: And he, and I think during election night, he is fully aware that he is the most ruthless yeah. and therefore the least moral and therefore the most like Logan, but he's not strategic. And so while he doesn't have the scruples and he doesn't have the moral compass. Right, and he's the most like Logan uh, of all three. He doesn't have the strategy, and, the strategic mind to accompany it, and right. and he Kendall ultimately al- messes up.
0: And Kendall always needs to validate his decisions as moral, right. even if they might be less moral. But that's a weakness of his because he's always he's always right. and, and, and the
1: reason Logan. It's sad, but the reason he's so successful is that not only does he not have the moral compass. But he's also extraordinarily strategic. So he's got both sides working for him. Whereas Kendall will never get to where Logan is because he's he inside he does have he wants to do good and he wants to do it right by his family. Right.
0: Logan kind of knows what he's doing is wrong and makes his decisions like based on Roman does not care. Season. Roman no. does not care.
1: It's like Logan, even more broken.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And he thinks, and I thought it was so fascinating about episode nine in, in the funeral, that the after the funeral part. I mean, that episode is so brilliant. Yeah. And one of the best scenes of TV I've ever seen is when the mom brings over Carrie <laughs> to meet her Carrie and is like, oh, Marsha, yeah. just sit the fuck down. Like Marsha, enough. Just go sit. Like I'm the original.
0: Marsha or the oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marsha is like, I she, mean but
1: she but she basically approaches Marsha and is like, stop being a fucking bitch. Like we're all, I'm the original and y'all are Carrie's. So, like, let's go sit together and be human beings.
0: So, my holds
1: Carrie's hand.
0: All right. So, who's your LVP?
1: Oh, um, my LVP is I th- i wrote it down because I have so many now in my mind that are running. through. Well, you wrote the wolf
0: pack. In your oh, notes. yeah.
1: Sorry. I was going to say, is it who did I write? Hugo, Carl. I'm very disappointed and he Well, Hugo's like a piece of shit, but Carl, um, <laughs> Frank and Jerry
0: like, Kendall calls him his dog,
1: his dog. <laughs> and he goes, woof, woof. Yeah. Um, I there was something, you know, when Jerry says to Roman, it could have been you. Like, and I do believe that Jerry believes that had Roman
0: teamed up with like, that,
1: her. Right. And had she been able to mentor him, that was even possible that they could have been great as a team. I don't think it would ever be. I don't think that's Romans capable of it. But then I find it just so sad the way like these are the only sort of like uncles and aunt that these kids have, and I thought that once Logan was gone, they might.
0: The closest one to caring about them is Frank Frank, because he has a thing for Kendall. I hate him the least. I I, oh yeah, yeah, he's a loser. But I (laughs) actually do
1: hate him the least.
0: I I I I appreciate. Also, how they've been brought together and how they really are. It's 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 them versus the siblings siblings
1: now. now, Right. Whereas previously, they often were competing with each other.
0: And they also could leave with absurd amounts of money and just not deal with this and not be legally implicated. Right. There's they could walk away all four of them.
1: They keep talking about their golden parachutes, but none of them are willing to leave.
0: (laughs) Right. It's fascinating. So my MVP are the Roy siblings. I'm just going to take all of them, including sure. Con. I just, <laughs> I think that, and then that maybe that's because we're siblings and and I have that I, empathy for them.
1: I saw an interview with Karen again and they asked him, who's the worst person on the show? Like, who's like like the worst? And he was like, of all the people, all the bad things people have done, are, and he was like, oh, Connor, by far. And the first, the interviewer was like, "What? What do you mean?" And I actually like, think Connor
0: has a sweetness about him.
1: But he's like, he's like, well, he's basically trapping a woman in a golden oh. cage. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I mean, he—he's like, he, he's, like he, he's terrible. Like he, he is, and I and yeah. and I don't entirely agree because I do think that she chose to be there. She doesn't have to be there. She's she one hundred percent had everything to do with it. On too. that one, yeah. but in fact, but so, so I can't hate Connor. I just, no, no, I can't. <laughs> but
0: I also think. Part of it, maybe it comes back to he loves his family, the way he calls his dad pop. Like he he stands for terrible things and he does terrible things. But I, I think when he's so hurt by them, I forget yeah. what it was. It was around the wedding or whatever. When he's so hurt, like you guys don't love me. or Like, yeah, I think that like just makes me feel for him. And what's funny is the way you're framing this up. Other than Rava, who I think is a unique, good person with the kids and everything like that. She's
1: like Kay and the Godfather.
0: Yeah, she she is like Kay and the Godfather.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All of the spouses. Like Marsha, Tom, uh, who what's the name of Connor's wife? Willa. Willa. Like I think those people are like human barnacles. Right. They they Marsha the most. Like I really no, hate Marsha when she tries to insinuate terrible. her son and and oh the way, God, yeah,
1: she's terrible.
0: Um, and and Tom is an amazing character. Let's not nothing, but oh, but
1: yeah, he's an he's amazing character. a good character. husband, but he's an amazing character.
0: He's an amazing character, but like his in, and I think he actually does love Shiv in his. He actually loves Shiv in a way she doesn't love him. But just the way he treats Greg, the way he he he's jockeying for position, like everything. And then Willa, probably I don't know if I hate her the most or the least. Because ultimately, Willa, it's very clearly transactional. And,
1: it is, and I love. And great Khan knows what wake. he's getting
0: into, so in some ways he's they okay both know it. what they're getting into.
1: Right, but she supports him down this ridiculous campaign, and now well, when he's going to have to move to Slovenia, she's like, okay, like it's good for her. You no, know, it, it's. But one of the best scenes, also, and this again is at the week, which is the best episode, is when Willa sees Marsha, and Marsha's like, "What a long way you've come," and then she says, "Well, we both have."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's bitch. a reference to yeah, Marsha. Right. You know, Marsha's a right. little bit of a backstory that she has. Right.
1: She's like, don't I, I, call me out. I,
0: I'm glad she is no longer a formidable vi- villain. villain. Like one to like, like, the
1: kids. No, yeah. Because she
0: shouldn't be able to wield that power at a certain point. So I like where she's ended up. Um, all right, and, P- predictions. And, we got it.
1: Okay. Um, predictions.
0: Okay. What happens? I was in-
1: worried that Roman was going to die at the end of episode nine. Like he was going to get stabbed. I,
0: so I believe like kingdom this style is, that like he, yeah, we are going to expect
1: it and he's stupid and going to get his come up ins. And I was like, you, oh my God, please no.
0: Here's my big prediction. I think, and I think they haven't called back to it because it would be too obvious. Oh God, what are you going to say? And this is like bold. I think. Kendall is gonna will kill, kill himself. himself. I think yeah. he's gonna kill himself. Because remember that bit that episode with the glass and him making the coup, and he then he goes up, but Logan like basically already knew he was gonna try to kill himself, and so he puts the glass up so he can't kill himself. I think that is the gut punch for Logan. And I just don't think there's a world where Shiv or or Roman, maybe Roman takes over. I actually think Matson's whole play with Shiv about an American CEO mm-hmm. is true but it's going to be not one of the kids it's going to be like someone like stewie or carl like it's right. going to be someone who is stabbing them in the back but the kids yeah. will end up they'll end up with money but they won't end up with the company and i think kendall could possibly kill himself that's my big that's my big big prediction i think roman was a fake yeah. out i think, roman make you was think a fake oh, they're out. not going to kill yeah. anyone
1: right roman was a fake out right probably a red herring there but I also wouldn't mind if it's that they do end up with the company and then they're left to sort of like, this is, we now have, they get what they want, but now they have to make it a, like, we know that like what's coming for them is almost impossible to make this a success also, like, I don't they know. still
0: have pierce i mean that whole they, i don't think they Well, they never
1: up, like never. signed that deal i don't know With At that them, point, maybe br- that's the worst episode of this sorry maybe that's the worst
0: episode oh no, i loved it plus. because it just showed you how Who's stupid they stupid are
1: stupid they are well there wouldn't be when the kendall is talking it. about but we're gonna we never have heard of pierce West again. africa
0: sub-saharan africa like when oh he's God. talking about that news Oh, that's like thing. some
1: of the best lines about when they're yeah Um, okay speaking of
0: best lines we're gonna end on best lines we're not gonna do any additional rex right now our whole last episode was rex um from the list that you did an amazing list here but for me well was he um, in a bit when they go to the when they go to the mausoleum and they say and shiv says which i didn't remember it was Shiv, because it's also so classic logan he gets it in a deal right like right he, right. he didn't buy it somebody like owed him something so he took it right. from them was right. he in a bidding war with stalin and liberaci it was amazing but then that was made even better by the meme that i saw on Kfeller. i think you did you show it to me or someone else that said that the jews reacted to this oh. scene by saying what they they haven't buried haven't him had yet? A, <laughs> a funeral yet
1: what's going on um but yeah back to like the whole pierce deal one of my favorite lines is when shit when he, when he's talking about We'll have sub-Saharan Africa, and we'll have this and that. And Shiv goes, that sounds like homework, the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one's going to watch your fucking like channel. like when you, you and dumb Becky dumb. talk about my day job.
1: Um, <laughs> I also, one of my favorite things ever is when the beginning, when Roman, Carrie calls the kids, Roman's on the phone, and Carrie says, would you call him for his birthday? And Roman's like, no. And she's like, would you accept, would you do a text? And uh, he's like, only amazing. if he only if he texts us first and she said, well, that's only if he calls us first. And she's like, that's going to happen. I could do a text. And he's like, that's not going to happen. She's like, and, and so he's like, well, please. And, and Roman's like, no, fuck off. And he can go, go back. I think he says something like now you can go back to like my dad's big omelet nipples or whatever. That line was so, that was a classic Rome and there's not that many classic Romes in this. Um, in the show but um oh my god and then when Kendall is like and it's like we're so we're in so stress we're like crunch time and he's on the plane and Shiv like and he's like Shiv we're death wrestling with ogres and Shiv's like you're reading documents is what you're doing again <laughs> like, calm down like you're just sitting there reading paperwork like uh, I love when she knocks him down a peg. Oh my God. <laughs> and so then many.
0: one more is we can get a funeral off the rack. We can do Reagan with a right. few tweaks. from Kendall. Yeah, that's Kendall. All right. Lil.
1: Yes. There's so. any many other predictions. Oh, no, sorry. That I have to say episode? one more.
0: Yeah.
1: When Shiv talks about their mom walking into the funeral and she is here she comes. I thought I could hear the sound of Dalmatians howling. <laughs> oh, good.
0: All right, Lil. What well, can people follow you?
1: FNM Sisters on the Instagram.
0: You can follow me at Pancake for a Table at Friday Night Movie on the socials. FridayNightMovie.com. Theme song by What Does It Eat? Which is the only theme song that's better than the Succession theme song. Yeah. But next you. episode, our reactions to the finale. To the, to the finale. Love you. For real.
1: Love you. Love Just you like these destroy
0: siblings love each other, but in like a way yeah. that isn't broken. I love you. Right. So love you talk too. to you soon.
1: All right. Bye. Bye-bye.